Welcome, newcomers and people who've known me a little bit. This is episode one of Schizo Steven's Story. It is a brand new podcast that will be available on Apple Podcast as well as on YouTube in the future. Probably it's going to take a couple weeks to do that, but I'm going to try to convert these new audio podcasts to video podcasts on YouTube. But I welcome all of you to Schizo Steven's story. Um, this podcast in itself is, for the most part, going to be about my journey of diagnoses or diagnoses to college, to being married, to relationships, to hospitalizations, both, you know, um, hospitalizations that I went into willingly versus times where I had psychotic breaks. And then we're going to dive into current events and how I am and my future. So I hope you all appreciate the first season and that this podcast definitely reaches at least one person that gets something from it, even if it's a little bit of knowledge or a little bit of feeling of that you're listened to, you're being heard, that you're loved, that you're cared for. Um, from my background, I definitely believe everyone is deserving of love in some form. Um, if you don't get it from your parents, you know, then you should be getting it from friends. If you aren't getting it from friends, maybe you should be getting it from coworkers. But everyone deserves love, comfort, affection, happiness, you know, to succeed and to accomplish their dreams, no matter what's going on mentally. Whether it's schizophrenia, bipolar, borderline, depression, PTSD, you know, any of those. But this first episode is really about... I'm going to describe what happened to me a couple days ago in terms of a psychotic break. And then hopefully um, that kind of shows people a little glimpse of what it is like to have schizophrenia. And really, hopefully it gives people a little bit of a vision, um, a foot in the door of what schizos like me experience on a daily basis. Um, you are going to notice as listeners, my language isn't the most professional. Um, I do consider myself schizo. And one of the reasons is because for me, the term schizo is empowering. I take a lot of strength from it. And consider it a badge of honor, a right, um, a battle scar. I consider it as something that I'm grateful to, you know, use as terminology. But that's just me. But in terms of getting our foot in the door, uh, just to kind of show you what I go through on a daily basis. This certain, this specific psychotic break or psychosis or 
mania, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, this episode happened a couple days ago. Um, it happened Friday evening, I believe. Um, so what happened? Just I'm gonna go over my whole day. So I woke up that morning probably at about 2 a.m., 2:30 a.m. And for that past this past week, I went four or five days roughly of waking up about 2 a.m., 2:30 a.m. and not going back to sleep. So that happened for about a week. Um, but Friday, that specific morning, again I woke up early, couldn't go back to sleep, stayed up in bed, got up, walked around, had a snack, went on my iPad. You know, played games, but couldn't go back to sleep. Read a book, couldn't go back to sleep. So, I stayed up, and um, my partner, she went to work. And then um, I had walked to Starbucks um, to journal, to sketch, to draw, to write. Um, You know, doing things that I like to do. Um, I love to draw, I love to sketch, I like to write poetry, short stories, you know, I'm very artistic in that fact, in that function, um, I like art, period, it's something I enjoy, so, I, that was about noon, so from about 8am to noon, being alone, um, I was visually hallucinating 99% of that time. Um, now a little backstory of me um, in the past. I have auditory hallucinated 95% of the time and then visually hallucinated 5% of the time. Um, over this past two to three weeks, almost a month actually, it switched. I've been visually hallucinating 95% of the time and auditory hallucinating 5% of the time. Now that could be related to stress it could be related to environment genetics my diet exercise work stress life stress i don't know but that's what happened um so i've been visually hallucinating a lot more from 8 a.m to noon um, i was visually hallucinating animals insects um paintings um coming to life um, horror character, um, horror movies and their characters walking around doing mischief. I was visually hallucinating, you know, shadows and demons. I was visually hallucinating just pretty bad stuff. And so that happened about four hours, eight to four, I mean, eight to noon. And then I walked to Starbucks. Now, walk into Starbucks, I listen to music, I try to distract myself. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This particular day, I walked to Starbucks, sat down, I was journaling, sketching, writing. Um, I still was visually hallucinating um, similar things. Um, This time, while I was at Starbucks, about noon to 4.30, noon to 5.00, Um, I was visually hallucinating people with their heads off. I was visually hallucinating, you know, autopsies, surgeries, um, and it was just gruesome. 
was very bloody and um very just jarring so i was hallucinating that about four or five hours that is when my partner um texted and said we needed to drive somewhere to you know bring friends to walmart to have them buy something a present for their dad's birthday um and i had been i texted my partner back a couple times you know asking if i can be dropped home um and i would say it was about 2 p.m 3 p.m um two yeah 2 p.m 3 p.m onwards i was feeling quite paranoid i mean there was quite a bit of paranoia occurring um so my paranoid schizophrenia part was definitely going off i was worried people were listening to me watching me reading my mind i was worried that i was going to get kidnapped i was worried that i was going to get hurt um my visual hallucinations were telling me that hmm. sorry about that background noise guys um my visual hallucinations were telling me that you know people were out to get me the police the fbi the cia all that jazz and so by the time my partner picked me up from starbucks i was 99 percent paranoid to the max my brain and visual hallucinations kept telling me that i was being picked up by the car by my partner and my friends because they were trying to kidnap me to take me somewhere to dump my body i was feeling very 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 paranoid now is it logical no in that very moment in that very moment was i thinking logically was i aware was i did i realize what i was thinking was wrong no i would say for at least for myself being schizo schizophrenic um in the moment i cannot tell what's right and wrong i cannot tell i'm in or i'm in the middle of psychosis or an episode or a psychotic break that does not register for my brain it i'm too far gone in those episodes to realize they're episodes so friday evening about 5 5 30 p.m they picked me up we drove to walmart um for my friends to buy a gift for their dad i kept thinking that they were taking me somewhere to dump my body to kill me which was illogical so my friends went into walmart to buy a gift i was with my partner my partner was asking me questions my paranoid brain um did not like the fact that i was being asked questions it got very defensive um and was just trying everything it could do to not answer questions in a nice manner um i was very spicy i was very defiant and then my friends came back to the car and we drove them to their home which was about 20 25 minutes away during that 20 to 25 minutes my brain again ramped up to 
150, you know, and it was making me believe that they were driving me out in the middle of nowhere to dump my body, to kill me, to beat me up, to do ruthless things to me. Again, is it logical? No. Was I aware in the moment that it was an episode? No. I don't think anyone is in that state. Um, So we dropped off our friends, and again, you know, during that last 15, 20 minutes, I was defiant. Um, I did not answer questions. I was closing my eyes, trying to close out the world. There was a couple times where I punched the dashboard just because of my visual hallucinations being too violent. I was in a very bad state. Now, this continued um, for quite some time, and then I went to bed eventually. That is the kind of episode... That is the kind of episode that I have... I would say two, three times a week. Um, It might not be as intense. It might not be as apparent that I was going through an episode. Sometimes it's a little bit more, less intense, but still an episode. Um, I have paranoia quite a bit. I would say I get paranoid a lot of um, friends, family, um, through text, through emails. I constantly delete emails because I'm paranoid. Constantly delete text because I'm paranoid. Um, I am constantly, and this is something I'm trying to work on, but it's hard to work on these things because as someone who is mentally ill, um, quite a lot of mental health disorders, you don't realize how bad it is yourself because part of that disorder is that it stops you from realizing what's happening. And so I, you know, I um, a lot of times don't tell the whole truth. Um, I tell half-truths. I don't say what's really going on, what I've done, what I did, what I'm thinking. Um, And that's just because of the paranoia. I don't trust people easily. Takes quite a bit for someone to, from my brain, earn their trust. Um, So telling half-truths I don't do on purpose, but my brain, during psychotic episodes, during mania, during paranoia my brain will um, unconsciously make that choice for me that I'm not going to say the whole truth. And that happens. And that happens to me quite a bit. Now, other things that, you know, I experience, um, you know, quite a bit of bipolar, uh, you know, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar type even, Uh, I have my schizophrenia, I have my paranoia, but then there's times I get my bipolar um, schizo self too, to where stress will make it that I feel depressed for days or weeks, and then I'll feel happy, but at the same time I have those schizophrenia symptoms, so there's times where my visual hallucinations, um, they might be horrific, they might be terrible, but somehow my brain... Um, is trying to get me to laugh through those 
or smile through those horrible things. So there's been times to where I visually hallucinate, you know, aut- you know, I visually hallucinate autopsies or someone dying, and my brain will have me laughing or smiling or it will try to trick me into surviving that visual hallucination and it being so terrible the opposites i've auditory wise had auditory hallucinations that were relatively peaceful calm that were kind of nice but my brain will have me in a deep depression um so there's highs and lows i've experienced as well um some other aspects of schizophrenia um feelings and emotions that um it's very hard for me to show emotions or empathy um for example if someone tells me their aunt died or that their uncle had open heart surgery my face my facial tones my my speaking tones and my facial features will not really change or move or adapt i will have a straight face and it will look like i felt no emotions it will look like i didn't feel a goddamn thing that happens quite a bit um i would say it's one of my negative symptoms i experience the most um for people who are new to schizophrenia you have positive symptoms that add to your personality or add to your behaviors the negative symptoms take away certain behaviors or take away certain attributes that you normally would have so my emotions and feelings kind of have been um have been blocked off a little bit to where i don't feel them as much or it's hard for me to portray them or to show them to others Another aspect of my schizophrenia that's pretty terrible for me, um, agitation. I, I get I get agitated pretty damn easily. Um, it kind of sucks, um, just because I get agitated by small things, big things. Um, I get agitated if someone is talking too loud. I get agitated if I don't like their voice. I get agitated because I think they're listening to my thoughts, that they're trying to put thoughts in my head. I get agitated if I think someone put something in my drink. Um, I get agitated due to paranoia, stress, whatever you want to, you know, think of. I got agitated over it. Um, So for me, it's a lot of negative symptoms of, you know, emotions, feelings, not being shown to others, agitation visual hallucinations auditory hallucinations um usually for me it's 95 percent visual and five percent audio or five percent or 95 percent auditory and five percent visual i usually have one more than the other but currently it's visual um a couple other things for me my schizophrenia's impact is my memory um my memory is shot to hell um my memory sucks big time i forget chores i forget what i've done the day before i forget um times birthdays phone numbers i forget about chores um forget about medication i mean i don't really remember much of my college years or high school um 
yeah and that's partly i would say due to my schizophrenia um just due to my illness my memory is pretty much shit um and then i would say impulsivity is another one that my schizophrenia has impacted i am very impulsive um i spend money i don't save it if i have money in my wallet it's gone within 24 hours if i have money in my wallet it's gone within 24 hours and that's just my impulsivity is terrible um relationships and um social cues social habits um relationship wise it's hard for me to keep them um a lot of people are just scared if someone tells them they have schizophrenia so i've had relationships end quickly and abruptly if someone realizes i have schizophrenia um also though part of relationships is my fault because i do keep secrets i do hide things i get paranoid um it's hard for me to keep relationships even friends because of my symptoms and my illness making it hard for me to understand social cues i mean social cues are hard for me to comprehend to understand and so there's certain things i do that aren't very much of a good etiquette whether that's swearing cursing um calling people out um telling people you know the truth that i don't like them or i don't like what they did or you know of me not saying happy birthday or me not saying i love you or me not um asking oh what happened i'm so sorry that happened i mean those kind of social etiquettes i am not very good at so i mean that's a little bit of a rough description of what i face when it comes to my schizophrenia and i gave you a little bit of an introduction of a psychotic episode for me um and so that was a couple days ago now today's sunday you know i'm able to be aware i'm able to reflect i'm able to describe what happened and usually that is what goes on for me in my brain usually that's what usually that's what happens in my brain that i go through an episode and then two three days later i can reflect and kind of go over the minutes and go over my behavior my thoughts what i said um and that's probably what this podcast is going to be about a lot as well as different topics I talk about every Sunday. I'm going to try to release this podcast every Sunday. Um, And I'll let you guys know what topics are um, the next week. Um, In terms of the topic for next week, um, I am going to be talking about a little bit on my childhood, where I could see schizophrenia playing a part, as well as my high school um, experience um, leading up to my schizophrenia diagnosis. So we're going to be talking about my childhood, high school, and college first year of when I was diagnosed with schizophrenia. 
we're going to be do, talking about all that next Sunday. So, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have any topics you would like me to discuss, please shoot me an email. Find me on Facebook. My name is Steven Zilberg on Facebook. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, YouTube in a couple weeks. But um, I hopefully you guys enjoyed this first episode. Um, and, you know, I want to end on a good note that people with mental health diagnoses, whether it's schizophrenia, PTSD, bipolar, you know, whatever it is, we are strong, we're courageous, um, we're human, that we deserve love and affection just as much as anyone else, that we deserve the right to be happy, to find love, to feel safe, to know that we're comforted and cared for. Those are all rights that we have just like everyone else. And secondly, people with mental health diagnoses, including schizophrenia, um, we have a right to be happy and to achieve our dreams and succeed. Um, Just because you have schizophrenia doesn't mean that you can't be successful or achieve what you wish. If you want to be a filmmaker, if you want to be a doctor, a therapist, a lawyer, a nurse, own your own business, open a business, um, buy a house. I mean, just because you have schizophrenia doesn't mean you can't do those things. You can go to school, you can be a professor, you can get a master's or a doctorate. All of those things are possible, even if you have schizophrenia. So hopefully this podcast shows people who um, have schizophrenia that you can do what you are inspired to do and you can achieve what you would like if you have dreams if you have hobbies if you want to be an artist a musician if you want to be the next michelangelo if you want to be the next picasso um you can do it strive for it work for it and don't give up um i mean that's probably the number one thing is don't give up because it's really easy to take that road of leaving prematurely, of giving up, of swallowing all your pills, of self-harm, of shooting yourself, of jumping off a bridge. I mean, those things, yeah, are your choice to do. But what sucks about making that choice is you cut yourself short. You aren't gonna ever find out if you accomplish 10 times more than what you thought you were going to accomplish i mean when you cut yourself short like that you didn't even give yourself a chance to try to achieve even one of your goals because you gave up so really you know guys especially people with schizophrenia who have mental health issues who are listening to this never give up i know it's hard i know it's difficult i know you're going to be depressed a lot of days maybe a whole week you're going to feel depressed two weeks maybe 
you're gonna go through rough patches of you know a divorce or someone left or your partner broke up with you or your aunt died or your dog died or you got an F on a test or you failed a math test or you know you're struggling in class at college because your hallucinations are scaring the shit out of you um maybe it's hard to make friends because your paranoia is killing you um whatever it is no you're not alone there's people who are experiencing something similar and that we love and care about you and that we're here to help you through it you're never alone so please 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 don't hesitate to reach out to me i'm here to help you guys and i hope you appreciate this first episode because we all we all deserve friendship and love um you know having friends whether it's even over a podcast or having friends you know while playing video games online having friends who are at work i mean it's important to have people around you um i'm blessed because i have a partner that cares i'm blessed because i have multiple friends who i consider family who really care um you know when i had that psychotic episode that psychotic break I mean, those two friends, they did not hold it against me. They did not judge me. They did not hold a grudge. When I went to their dad's birthday party yesterday, um, they hugged me, they kissed me, and they said that they're happy to see me, that I feel better. We all deserve friends like that, too. We all deserve friends who are supportive, who love you for who you are, who love you unconditionally. I mean, that's what you need to strive to find. So, I hopefully this hits you guys home and you feel that you're loved by this. So, I love you guys. Peace out.